Money FM 89.3. Best of breakfast. The bigger picture, only on Money FM 89.3. Good morning. Welcome to the bigger picture. Well, the shape of the world economy is changing, and so should maybe your portfolio as well. At least that's what City Global Investments is doing to help unpack that idea. We've got Ken Peng, head of Asia Investments Strategy for City Global Wealth Investments, with us. Good morning, Ken. How are you doing today? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Very hey. well. Ken, it's great having you on the show again. So let's walk through the idea. The world economy is changing. And on that front, you are looking a bit more optimistic in terms of where the US is. And on the flip side, not so much where China is. So how is that informing your investment portfolio ideas right now? Sure. So um, if you recall, at the beginning of the year, the general story was that China's recovering and um, the U.S. is likely to enter a recession and hence the demand, the new demand from China is going to offset some of the weakness in the U.S. But that view has been kind of turned on its head in the summer when U.S. data continued to beat expectations for, you know, for some from, from May to August pretty much straight up. Um, and then, um, you know, the opposite was happening in China. And so, um, to adjust to that reality, we've added more allocation towards the U.S. equities, and this time through a equal-weighted S&P 500, so that there's a broader exposure rather than just a few mega-cap tech stocks. Um, and then on the China side, we move to neutral. But still, you know, we'll talk about this more later, but um, the China policy front is moving so quickly that we should not ex- ignore the upside risks there either. So... At this point, you know, we, we do think the autumn, right, the fall season, might turn out more hopeful compared to what we have seen in volatility in the summer. Yeah, this is a very interesting point. Upside risks when it comes to China because the policy dynamics there are so fluid and we've been seeing some headlines around China. How they've been trying to shore up confidence in the property market to some extent. How do you feel about what you've been hearing from China? Is there enough being done on the front to at least address the confidence crisis there? So I think, I think that the confidence crisis is so deep that it still would take more than what has already been announced. But what has changed over the past um, few weeks is that we have a higher level of confidence that there's more policies and bigger policies upcoming because the promises that were made at this Politburo meeting at the end of July are being delivered one by one. Mm -hmm. So I think the most significant of which was the the pretty thorough easing on the demand side for property. Purchase restrictions lifted pretty much across the country. Mortgage policies, mortgage rates have have been eased in a notable way. And so I think that's probably the biggest. And there are a whole bunch of other things. New things coming out pretty much every day. And so it's kind of hard to keep up with. Mm. Yeah, it just seems to be heading in the right direction. What needs to happen for China to really get you back into it more confidently? Because we see a lot of structural issues like youth unemployment at record highs. In fact, it's so high, they've started to not review the data anymore. Sure. So I think that is very important, right? So I think the key thing is for both households and businesses to have more confidence in their future income, right? Because they have plenty of cash stocked away in the bank accounts. They're just not confident enough to spend it, right? Whether on consumption or on investment. So for the consumers, we need to make sure no more defaults by developers, right? So that means the money that they've invested in property, which is by far the biggest asset of households, do not lose too much value. And in addition to that, I think they need to encourage businesses to show more respect to private sector, encourage businesses to access the capital market, and you know, we should see more IPOs, speed up that 
process, uh, I think if they can accomplish these two things, we would be much more positive. But at this point, though, I think there's definitely a work in progress. All right, taking a step back to talk about the US, which you were a bit more optimistic about. Uh, which parts are you looking more uh, bullish on when you look at how the economy is playing out? We've been hearing quite a bit of, about AI and the Magnificent 7 has been on a bit of a tear. How do you position around what's going on right now? Yeah, so the, the rally so far this year has been a little bit warped, right? So you have the AI-driven Magnificent 7. Uh, you know, many people hate that term. <laughs> it's just mega cap tech stocks, right? They, the top seven accounted for 80% of the market cap gains uh, that's been realized so far this year. And I think it's 480 stocks together contributed zero. Right. So it's a pretty lopsided market so far this year. And that is because, uh, you know, as I noted earlier on, people worried about recession. So they only invested into sure things. And that's something that is AI driven, right? Because that's seen as a sure thing. So now that's there. It's priced for great growth in the coming years already. So there's not, there's not no such gap anymore, right? So not, now we want to say that if we shouldn't worry about recession anymore, then you can have more broader exposure to U.S. equities. Take a look at the laggers, take a look at the cyclicals, the industrials, mm. even the financials. See whether there's opportunities there in still healthy quality companies with uh, you know, reasonable growth potential in a soft landing scenario. And so I think that's why we wanted to access this idea, this move, through the equal weight S&P 500 because it's actually the valuation for that equal weight index is 16% lower than that for the market cap weighted index. Right? So I, I, we still see a lot of value in the U.S. equities market. Uh, we just want to spread our eggs more evenly. Mm, moving on from equities to bonds, uh, are you looking at positioning yourselves differently when you look at how rates have been staying quite elevated, in fact, hitting 16-year highs recently? Yes, so there are um, several things that have been driving this, right? First um, is the, the data in the U.S. that's been consistently beating expectations. But since the middle of August, that's, the picture is more mixed. Even when you look at the jobs numbers, the revisions for prior months were pretty negative and wage gains were slower. Um, and then you look at, say, manufacturing still in contraction. And then there's some upside surprises too, like global goods. So it's a more mixed picture. Now, we still expect the U.S. The economic growth to slow down, just not to a point to be called a recession. Along with that, inflation is coming down as well, particularly as rent begins rollover. So when you have these two conditions in place, I don't see a sustainable further upside driver for, um, you know, even if the Fed stays where we are and don't cut rates for a while, I still think the yields could have a moderate downside. So yeah, in that sense, we um, we continue to be overweight in our investment grade bond space. All right, overweight U.S. investment grade bonds, uh, particularly treasuries with increasingly attractive future real yields. Uh, that's something you're watching out for in the bond space. And of course, a bit more optimistic in the U.S. versus China. So that's the overview from Ken Peng. He is the head of Asia Investment Strategy at City Global Wealth Investments. Ken, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at audio.sg or download the audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O, audio at the App Store and Google Play.